We have no clue, and it is Tuesday. We don't know that either. I actually, it says it doesn't even give me a date. What is today's date? November seventh. Today's November seventh. Yeah, twenty twenty-three. And we are here. Uh, we have found a genius way to record podcast this week without an SD card. You know what? Every time that there something bad happens, okay, not every time, but most times. You find a better way, yeah, than what you were doing, yeah, because you you impro- improvise, yeah. What what's that thing? Um, uh, give the hardest problem to the laziest man, and he'll find the easiest solution. I've never heard that saying, but I love it. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. It it sounds right. It sounds right. It, yeah. All right, Jeff, you have been on vacation for. Yeah. I've been on vacation. I was on vacation last week. Last no, no, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I went to Belize. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna give uh, travel tips. That's what it was. Oh, travel yes. tips on traveling with a child. Uh, before that, let's get to any feedback. Oh wait, I don't know if there's any feedback or not. <laughs> I don't even. I'm not even connected to the feedback. I think so. I'm connected to the. Um, it's fine. Facebook account, it but we'll, we'll do it next week. Yeah. Um, that's on. That's on your two Yeah. Um. <clears throat> What else we got? Nicholas, do you have anything to talk about this week? Oh, actually, yeah, I do. Okay. I Perfect. I um I have a hunting story. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you went hunting now, didn't I you? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, hear about Nicholas's latest failure um, after I talk about traveling <laughs> exactly. with children. So, um, yeah, so we went to a Belize, um, and uh, it, was, um, it was a pretty okay trip. Uh, it was hot. Oh. And and pretty much nobody in Belize has air conditioning. No. Um. So it's like it's just kind of normal life. I mean, is it okay? Question: When you go there, you your wife has family there, right? My wife has some second cousins there. Do you stay at their house or do you get like an Airbnb no. hotel? Actually, my sister lives there. No. And so we stay at her house. I forgot um, about that. So and is that then, why you went? Yeah, that's why we went. Oh. But we did also visit gotcha. my wife's cousins, gotcha. uh, second cousins and first and a half cousins and all that. Um, we actually went out on a picnic lunch for them with them on Saturday. It was great. It was a lot of fun, actually. Um, they're <clears throat> Russian Mennonites are interesting uh, people to interact with. They are very friendly to family. Okay. Even if they don't know you very well, they still know you. Like, and so, like... We have an in because of their Louis's cousins. And because you're Mennonite. No, it's no. just because they're Louis's cousins. Oh, okay, gotcha. Nothing it, to do, like, they could care less if we're Mennonite, I think. Oh, but if we would go, they wouldn't be as nice to us. If you would go, I don't know. I don't actually know how they would be to people from outside of their community. I don't actually know that. But it was just weird because it's literally like, like, it wasn't one of those uh, family get-togethers that, like, Oh, you're the husband, and you're kind of the awkward guy out. Mm-hmm. It was like they actually uh, interacted with me, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's Luis's husband," and it was really cool. It was like, gotcha. 
Like they're they're excited to hang out with you. And like I said, I don't know if that's how they are for everybody uh-huh. or if it's just um family. for family, but it was yeah. a really neat experience. That is cool. Um it was the second time we'd been there visiting them. Uh we didn't go down to visit them specifically, mm-hmm. but we, we hung out with them for um, a meal and then um yeah, it was just um yeah. <clears throat> so that anyways. Cool. Um yeah, it was really hot and um uh, if you ever go to Belize, if you ever go to Cayo or San Ignacio. Um, that's the town where they live. San Ignacio. San Ignacio. Okay. Um, uh, they have market on Saturdays. Okay. And it's like a really fun experience. It's like real market, you know, like 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 farmers market, but not overpriced. Yep. And it's like had real stuff. Yeah, and it's good, like fresh fruit and you know homemade cheese, and mm. um, they have this pupusa booth there. And they have pupusas, and it's just so good. Oh. And you're sitting there, and you're sweating because you're sitting uh, outside of the tent, and it's hot uh, because the tent doesn't quite cover, you, like shade you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like 90 degrees, and you're sweating, and you're eating smoking hot pupusas. Oh. And it doesn't just, get better than that. It's just a great experience. Sounds oh. <clears throat> like fun. And then a random guy comes up to you and uh, offers you some herbs that he scrounged from the forest, obviously. Um, and they're supposed to help you if you have constipation or something like that. And or, you bought some. <clears throat> no, we didn't oh, buy okay. some. And then the other guy came up and offered us fudge. He was selling fudge, and we bought some of that. Like fudge, like chocolate fudge. Yeah, it was like they it was make... not it was not fudge like we have here. I was gonna say <clears throat> they know how to make that. They're down there. Yeah, it's like it's like um, kind of like a sugary. It's it's very similar to what we have, but maybe not quite as smooth. And then it has like nuts in it, like seeds. Oh, um, seeds. Yeah, like like the one that had sesame seeds. Not like seeds walnuts or pecans. Right. Like actual seeds. Like sesame seeds or something like that. Uh, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just okay. different. That's, just that's different. not bad. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, that's a fun experience if you ever get a chance to go. That does do sound do fun. go there. Okay. Um, we went to... Uh, well, we didn't do, actually do that much. Was, where, we, just had, we just hung out and had fun. Where, do your, where does your sister live? What town? They live in San Ignacio. Or actually in Red Creek, right outside of town. So how far is it from your sisters to your wife's relatives? About half an hour to 45 minutes. Okay. And is it like <clears throat> the drive, like a normal road, or is it like, like oh, yeah. Katy roads where they're like bumping? No, 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 okay. no. Belize, Belize is actually like normal. Really? It's, uh, yeah, it feels very normal. The only thing that's different between Belize and the U.S. as far as driving, or the only thing that feels different um, is that they have speed bumps everywhere. Like, like you would not no. believe. They just have speed bumps. Just slow you down. Oh, yeah. Every bus stop has a uh, speed bump by it because people haul. Like, <laughs> there, there's, there isn't really a thing. Is there like a, a speed, speed limit? limit. I there's mean, nothing. There is. You but just fly. There's a speed limit, but it's not enforced really at all. Oh, um, <clears throat> Yeah, people just go hauling along. So there are some roads that would be like half as bad as the ones in Haiti, dirt roads. Okay, it's not bad. But the roads in Haiti are just that plain, was, like, trash. That was, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it, if, <clears throat> if you ever want a, a great driving experience, go to Haiti. Yeah. <laughs> and go to the back, uh, go to the back country, Haiti. Uh, it's the uh, back 40 of Haiti. In the back of a box truck. Yes. Um, that's been, in there. That's been uh, carved out with bench seats uh, and zero suspension. Zero. Uh, good time. Uh, yeah. You, uh, the whole time you felt like your, uh, 
butt bones were going through the seat. <laughs> exactly. Like the next bump, the seat's going to break. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was, that, it was rough. that was rough. Uh, anyways, no, Belize is not like that. Belize is like, um, there are some other Central American countries that are uh, as developed or maybe even more developed than Belize as far as like uh, good roads and uh, you know, things like that. But I would say in general, it's one of the, I guess I haven't been to that many Central American countries, so I can't say for sure. But it's, it's, it's well but maintained. It's pretty, it's pretty like yeah. developed. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Gotcha. And everybody, uh, interestingly, it's the only Central American country where English is an official language. Isn't or is? Is. Is. Is an official language. No. Every, everywhere else, it's Spanish. You, um, you can pretty much like survive down oh, there yeah. with oh, no... Yeah, everybody knows English. What in the world? So, yeah. And they speak uh, English and they speak Creole uh, is the main uh, language there. And it's English Creole, not French Creole. Oh. Um, which is a little different. Or maybe it's like Dutch Creole. I forget. Um, but it's it's not French Creole like what they have in Haiti. Mm. Um, but it's more like um, Creole like they would have in Jamaica. Like more similar-ish to that. Gotcha. <clears throat> I don't know if it's exactly the same, but it's similar. Um, and then there are a lot of Hispanics there that speak Spanish too, kind of like there are around here. Yep. And you, and you run into ones that don't speak English and you just, you know, it's, it feels very, that part of it feels very similar <laughs> to here. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been surprised like the past, I've been at, I've been to Belize a couple of times. Uh-huh. Um, and even from the first time I went back in, I think it was 2018. Um, maybe 2019. No, it was 2018, I think. That was your first time going there. Yeah, it was my first time that I went. You were going with the, to see your sister? Yeah, I went down to see my sister. And even from then until now, I've noticed a lot of more modern buildings going up there. Oh, really? Like, like really modern. Like all glass, mirrored glass fronts. Like oh, real big, fancy, you know, you know, wonky looking architecture. Mm-hmm. All that. It's It's like, it's becoming a lot more popular. I think... I don't know if this for certain, but it feels kind of like they have um, started to import more of that type of building materials gotcha. to become more popular there. Uh-huh. So they've started using them. So that it's interesting. Uh, like it feels, yeah, some of the, and, and some of the, a lot of the buildings around are pretty new because they do have industries that are growing. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it feels like it feels pretty modern in that aspect. Anyways, yeah. <clears throat> but Back to why I'm really talking about this. <laughs> Tips to travel with children. So yes. something that we did, we did something wrong, Nicholas. You did something wrong. We did something wrong. Oh no. You took your kids. Uh no, no, take your kids oh, on okay, trips. Sorry, okay, take sure. your kids on trips. That's that's right. Americans don't know how to travel with kids. That's correct. I should not say it's not a rule across the board, but it feels like but there are lots of Americans who are just like, Oh, I would never go on that trip because I don't want to take my kids. Yeah. And if you go to somewhere like Europe, everybody travels with their kids. Mm-hmm. It's just what you do. Normal. So take your kids on trips with you. I agree. It's a little extra hassle, but it's worth it. It's a great time. Exactly. And you get to go on the trip. Yep. Uh, and your kids get to fly in an airplane. and oh, They'll love yeah. it. Yeah. Unless they don't love it. No, my, my daughter loved it. Oh, okay, good. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, we did something wrong. And the thing that we did wrong was we chose the wrong airline. Oh, to travel with two kids. Oh boy. And and the reason I say that is because number one, 
the, the biggest frustration was when we got when I went to check in online beforehand, and I couldn't do it with the website. What? And then they charged me a ticketing fee to do it at the airport. No. And I was just like, "Come on, that's ridiculous." We went. We flew with American Airlines. Okay. And I was just like, "Come on, this is this is so dumb. This is that extortion. Is, that is dumb. like I." I couldn't add my kids. You say I had to do it before. I couldn't do it before, so now you're going to charge me for it. Well, just that's... charge me a kid fee, and then I know that I'm paying it. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, anyways, the second thing that we did, the, the second, and this was less of a frustration and more of a disappointment, is we bought one of those folding wagon strollers for the trip. Okay. Uh, we, we, we wanted one anyways, but it's like a, it's like a wagon. Oh, okay, yeah. Also a stroller. You can yes. push it or pull it with a handle. And it folds together. And it folds together really yeah. nice and compact. Yep. Okay. Yep. And this is like it folds up more compact than our other two kids stroller. Hold it. Um and it's kind of heavy. Uh-huh. Um it's like forty pounds. It's pretty heavy. Okay, yeah. But it folds up really nice and compact, super nice to travel with. Going through the airport with oh. with with uh two personal items like your your carry ons and then uh, a diaper bag and a personal item. You need. You just throw it all in the wagon yep. and one kid and you go. Like it's so easy. That is that sounds that sounds. Or the kids sleeping in the airport, just lay them in the wagon. It's kind of padded on the bottom. Yeah, it's really nice. Yep. Um, and it had like a roof. It has like a roof on it. Oh, that. Um, that you can put on that would like make it darker. You know, if you Man, to. you do not skimp out. It was yeah. It's a nice drawer. It came with a nice price tag too. I'm sure it did. Um, <laughs> but what we didn't do is. What we didn't realize is that American Airlines is the only airline that I found then after we discovered this that has a limit on how heavy your strollers can be no. for them to allow you to take it all the way to the gate and then they put it in the airplane at the gate and they give it to you back. They give it no. back to you afterwards. It has to be twenty pounds or less. No. And and, and there are only like Two strollers six, probably that two, weigh two, two or six double strollers. Okay, the single strollers you can find them all day long under twenty pounds. Yeah, double strollers. That's impossible. No, no you you just don't. You don't. They don't make them. And then that is it's like it's like okay, can this be twenty pounds per kid? No, nope, twenty pounds straight up. So when we got to the airport, we were hoping that they would say, "Ah, you're good. You know, you got two kids. We'll let you buy." No, nope, gotta check it. And so we bought this thing. Like to use, to use at the airports and primarily, even. and we couldn't oh. on the way down. Now, on the way back, they did let us actually put it under the plane at the gate, and then we had it in the airport during the layover. That was oh. so nice. That's, That's why nice. we bought it. Yeah. So on the way down, it wasn't a big issue. It was just, you know, it's just a lot of work hauling around all these kids and luggage. But, yeah. Um, here's a, a, a tidbit of advice, too, for toddlers okay they make so toddlers uh that are well if, if they're sitting with you <coughs> you get like a diaper bag allotment for them oh really you can have an extra bag for oh, them wow. okay if they're sitting in the seat with you it has to fit underneath the seat in front of you okay it's, or if they're by themselves they have their own like check-in oh, yeah so if they have their own seat they make these really cool suitcases carry-on size suitcases for toddlers uh, that the kid can sit on it and you pull it and it's like a little, like a horse or something. And they sit on it and there's little handles for him to hang on to. And 
And it's just like a fun, it's a fun experience for them in the airport. Wait, I got to ride this fun suitcase, yeah. you know? Yeah. So if you, if you're traveling with toddlers, check that out. Okay. Cause it's really cool. What we did, what we ended up doing is part of the time, at least uh, my daughter actually sat my carry on. Uh, no, my, my personal item is a small uh-huh. suitcase. It fits under the seat in front of you. I actually had wheels and a handle on it. And so she sat on it while I hauled it around and it uh-huh. actually worked great. Uh-huh. And she had a lot of fun doing it. So, that's what made me think. And I saw other people with kids have that. So that's um, smart. So look into those. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're traveling with a heavy stroller, don't go American Airlines. I had the opportunity at the time I was buying the tickets, I could have bought from Delta. And the layover was slightly worse, oh. but the price was the same. Oh. And so we could have totally you know, not had any issues at all. Okay, but, but what airline is – so you're saying Delta's better with kids – than American, pretty much any airline, in the stroller aspect is now, better than American. Yeah, American. Now, now the flight attendants will always be nice to you. Yeah, you know, and all that stuff. So, um, and then what was the oh yeah, and then the other thing with American. So because of this twenty pound thing, on the flight back, so we get we 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 load up in Belize with the stroller, we get off in Dallas, Dallas, yeah, and. They give us our stroller back, no problem. You know, it was, it was there when we got off the plane. Um, we had to wait a little bit, but it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so we go through customs and everything, get to our gate. And we check it, and we're like, hey, we want to put this under the plane at the gate, but then we want to get it back at the gate when we come. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get out of the plane, and we wait, and we wait, and we wait for this bag for this for the stroller to come. Mm-hmm. It never comes. And finally, one of the guys is like, hey, um, it hasn't come out yet. I'm guessing they put it in the baggage claim area. And so we're like, oh, sure, yeah. And, and if nothing else, we don't need it anymore. They can ship it to us if they lost it somewhere or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they always take care of that. Anyways, and so we go down to baggage claim, and sure enough, there's, it's sitting right there. And we're like, oh, man, this is great. This is all ready for us to go because we were waiting for a while. Anyways, mm-hmm. somebody had pulled all the bags off, you know, that they weren't keeping on going around. Yep. And walk up to it and I'm just about to unfold it and I look down and what do you think? Oh no. There's a whole wheel missing. No. The whole wheel was gone off of this stroller. No. And I'm just like, and this thing's built tough. It's not like something that you can just break. And the handle, a metal handle was bent like really bad. No. And I'm just like, what did you guys do to this thing? Um, anyway, so I, we, I was like, take my stroller and unfold it and walk over to the baggage claim area. And I'm just walking up to the thing and the guy looks out, he's talking with somebody He looks out the door at me and he just shakes his head. And I'm just like, uh, he knows exactly what I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> and so he came out and he's like, oh my word, I don't know what happened. Those guys, it, it, he was, he was really, he was great, but he's like, oh, you have to go online and do this. I have no idea how to take care of this. I was like, you're the baggage claim guy. Yeah, like, this is your job. This is literally your job. Like, what? How do you not? How have you not been trained how to do this? Yeah. And then I went online and it says you have to have it done at the airport. You have to have a claim filed at the airport. And I was like, so typical. And so I told my, I was, I was in the van. I was, I was like, I was going to get the van. So I was reading this online, trying to fill it out. It's like, and it says you have to have it filed at the airport. And so I called my wife and I said, listen, you've got to go over there and tell the guy 
that we need it filed here. Mm-hmm. And she went over there, and he's just like, oh, no, I, I have no idea how to do it. I have no idea. I'm sorry. I can't help you. Uh, and it, it was 2 a.m., and we were done, and I was just like, okay, I am going to file a complaint and tell him what happened and hope that it's only a minimal amount of arguing with him until we get reimbursed for it fixed. Yeah. And I filed my claim the next morning, and the next day got a response back. Yep, we'll reimburse you. They refunded the whole thing. Like, so I was like, okay, that's that's not too bad. So you got a free stroller, basically. Well, we still have to fix it, so it's going to cost like it's like seventy bucks worth of parts. Wow. So so wow. Yeah. Because replacement parts. Well, that's it, that's without shipping. So replacement parts are are not cheap. Wow. That's where they get you. Yep. Shipping. Anyways, so tips. For traveling in an airport, the wagon strollers are awesome. Just don't go. Just don't fly American. Don't fly American. Get uh, a wagon stroller, or get those little suitcases with that uh, your kids can sit on. Those so are really it's fun. It's either it's either get a get a wagon or get a ride on. Yeah. Um, carry on. Yeah. Suitcase. Yeah. And oh, and they they make those suitcases. I've seen them too. The the suitcase literally the carry on suitcase, especially for international travel, mm-hmm. they literally fold out into a bed. That goes between the the kid's seat and the seat in front, and it's like a little mattress, and the kid can literally lay down and take a nap on the seat. Why don't they make that for adults? I know. I know. I wish that they would take, uh, you know, it, there's room in this plane. All right. Yeah, I agree. For them to make the seats lay down and the seat in front go up high enough, so that they could lay down Dude, too above. Actually, the seat. I just thought of it. It's if, like bunks. If every other seat was higher. And the other mm-hmm. one, like mm-hmm. just from the get go. Oh yeah, you could do it. Yeah, Over. you could totally. Maybe do it. we should build build a plane. We should build planes. We should build plane. We should design planes. Luxury design. Oh, luxury Lord. plane design for your traveling needs. Yeah, and cheap. It's cheap. Cheap tickets. Yeah, you might not survive, but I promise <laughs> you, you will enjoy the the ride that you yep. do have. That's right. You'll sleep through everything. <laughs> Mainly because uh, we'll drug you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's make well, make plane rides more enjoyable. Just drug everyone. Drug everyone. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, put it in the water. Serve it right away. This should they should just do that. Just make everyone give everyone like sleeping pills, yeah. like four or five before <clears throat> before the plane. Everyone zonks. Well, out. they do sell those really tiny little bottles of alcohol for like yeah, forty dollars. Okay, I thought it's illegal to get drunk on planes. Is it is that true? Well, I, mean, I don't. I, I don't, don't know if it's speak, true. I'm or not, not speaking from experience, but I. Oh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they only let you buy so much on the plane, and you're oh, not dude. allowed to bring your own. Okay. So I would assume that's so, true. Okay, it is probably illegal. But, I mean, you could get drunk before. And then just, yeah, I guess you're right. You could. Yeah. I don't know. I feel bad enough after traveling, after flying. Like, you don't even want to feel kind of junky. And yeah. I, like, would you want a hangover on top of that? No. I don't know. I feel bad for the people who do that. But yeah. maybe they, you know what? It's their life. They can do what they want. Yeah, they can. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways, anywho. Yeah. So, so Nicholas. Yes. What were you going to talk about? Oh yeah, yeah. My. Uh, oh yeah, your hunting story. My hunting story. So, yeah. last last week or two weeks ago, I forget when it was. I told a story about me trying to shoot a deer or yeah. buck and missing. Yeah. What was the? Uh, uh, are you still using those clips that I made for you? I am you actually. Want to say near miss hunting? Yeah, <laughs> I do still use those actually every time. Every time. Well, not every time I hunt, <clears throat> but quite a bit of times I do use them. Um, but no, this time I was just sitting in a normal tree stand, um, and I was coming, or I was, 
I wanted to hunt in the morning because the times that I've seen the big buck mm-hmm. is in the morning mm-hmm. and not evenings. It's it's a uh, it's bow season right now. Correct. Yes, yeah. bow season. Gun season doesn't open until November twenty eighth. Twenty um, eighth. November twenty eighth. Yeah. Oh. I know it's so late, but someone. Uh, the government. Someone told me that it opens this weekend. Really? And I think they're just. Uh, they were. I think they were making excuses for not doing something else that's happening this weekend. I'll oh. just leave it at that. <laughs> Church related or work related? Uh, we'll just leave it. Yikes! Well, it was not work related. You heard it here, fo- first, folks. <laughs> um, you know who you, you are. Yeah, you know who you are. <clears throat> Gun season does not open this weekend. Um, no. So okay, first back. So <clears throat> I missed that buck, and <clears throat> I'm not blaming my bow of my shot. But I did buy a new bow uh-huh. and sell my old one. And I would just want to say, if you're thinking of buying a new bow, it is crazy how much of a difference even a few years does. My mm-hmm. bow I bought in 2012, and it was already like three years old. And I bought a brand new bow from like 2023, and it shoots so much better mm. it is so smooth and the vibration is like barely nothing mm-hmm. compared to my old bow my bow was old bow was like 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 just like shook almost mm-hmm. so if you're thinking about it it is worth it buy a new bow anywho make a new brookholderarchery.com sure brookholder archery that's that's for ruben ruben you does you the website so yeah he gets some you always want buy it online ruben gets a cut yeah i don't know i don't, I actually I, don't, I, know. I don't yeah actually, i don't know either. i know that ruben makes the website that's all i know <laughs> same um, anywho, so I went out last week, last Friday morning, and I was thinking to myself, I really just want to shoot something with my new bow just to, just to show that it can kill something. Nicholas, did you, did you buy some chickens? To shoot? I did not. I did not buy chickens. Man, you are terrible at listening to I, advice. I know. I need, I need to do better at that. But I did shoot at a doe and in fact i hit it oh and killed it oh with one shot not bad i know so this bow i've shot a squirrel and a doe it shot two animals and i've hit both times never missed ah, not bad. so as of right now my bow i have not missed one my new bow mm. so i gotta keep the um the uh continuation of not of not missing yeah I think the problem was is that my old bow missed so many times that it wanted to miss. It wanted to it miss. It didn't want it was to. so used to missing. It was so used to missing that it didn't even yeah. know how to hit something. Yeah. A new bow. I feel bad for the guy that bought it for you. I know. I I didn't I didn't I just traded it in. Oh, you I traded it. I traded it in. Oh, I didn't want to see it. the guy. <laughs> they destroyed it. He knew. <laughs> they no. probably tried it as a range and saw that. And like this is trash, bro. Doesn't hit anything. Um. No, so so yeah, I actually did hit a doe and I killed it. Not bad. And so I, I, I think if I ever see, if I ever do see that buck, I'm gonna get him because my bow's never missed. What's your limit here in in is this at your parents' place? Yeah, yeah. I, what what's the limit of of bucks and does that you can get? I know it's one buck and I think it's two or three does. Okay. But I know that if you're in reduction zone, which is like in like in Elkhart, yeah. It's like eight does and like really? two bucks, I think. Hold it. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah. I have heard of deer in the city of Elkhart. 
I've I've heard my my aunt lives in Elkhart, and she said, "Yeah, I've seen deer right by my house no. in the middle of Elkhart." In the world, I don't know. Like, like I don't know how they get there. How do they survive? Do they just well, eat trash? Um, yeah, probably. Well, there's grass there too. Oh yeah, I guess there is. Oh, parks. There's probably there's probably quite a bit in parks. Mm-hmm. You know, there's actually um, a lot of trees in towns. Is there? Yeah, if you look at right, if you look at a town, there's quite a bit of trees. Like, there's a lot of trees. You're right. I haven't thought about that. Actually, if where do you say that? Because on our street in Napanee, I live in town. If you look down the street, there's trees like pretty much covering oh, the road yeah. the whole way down. Yeah. Uh, is it the city of Goshen maybe that has this initiative going that is 40 by 2040, and they want to have 40 percent of the town under tree canopy by 2040. No. So they're planting a ton of trees right now. You're saying by 2040, 40% of Goshen mm-hmm. is covered by trees. Mm-hmm. I, think like half, I think it's Goshen. Like half of the, half yeah, the it's, town. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's either, 20, it's either 40 by 2040 or 35 by 35. I forget. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, it's, is... and it's, it's, I mean, there's some nice trees in town. Um, my, my neighbor has a tree. It's really nice. Uh, but it probably needs to be cut down because it, it looks kind of scary. No, that's how my trees are in front of my house. They're so big that they, and part of it is dead actually, mm-hmm. but it looks like at any minute it yeah. could fall. I, the last time I looked at it, I was like, you know what? This is going to be okay because half, like a big branch of it fell off a long oh. time ago. Oh. Uh, maybe when it was, the tree was small even, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, all of the weight is leaning away from my house. Oh, then you're fine. So I'm good. Yeah, you're fine. But if it does come down, it's probably going to kill someone. Okay, question, though. This is, this is, this is a, a town question. If my tree that's dead falls on the street, is that my fault or is that the city's fault to clean it up? I think the city clean. The city will clean. The street department should clean it up. Okay. Um. If your tree falls completely falls on a car, oh, then I'm it's, screwed. It's, you, it's your property insurance, your liability insurance for your house. Shit. Or if it falls on another house, so just pray that it doesn't fall. Yeah. <laughs> or or get it taken down. Or take it down. I guess that'd be the better better choice. Yeah, you're liable for the trees on your property. Now, shoot, there are. Um, I believe I have this correct. That the trees planted between the sidewalk and the city street are the city's property. At least that's how it is in Elkhart. Because really? I actually don't own my sidewalk in front of my house. That's actually the city's property. The sidewalk. The sidewalk and the road. The road. So anything okay. up to, I own up to the edge of the sidewalk and not past that. Okay, but I thought that you own half of the road. Like your property line goes halfway to the not, not in town. Not in Elkhart Town. So not in town. Yeah. So you, so pretty much in town, you own where the grass is between the grass yes. and the sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah. You own up to the sidewalk. The sidewalk onto the middle of the street is owned by the city. What in the in, At least in Elkhart it is. But, the, but in the country, you would own half, yeah, half yeah. the road technically. Yeah. But even though the county takes care of the road. Yeah, the county has a, a, like an easement or something. But yeah, they, they don't own the what? property. The world. The road is on. I did not know that. Huh. Yeah, it's it's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, uh, if you want to do something interesting, you need to um find the 
corners of your property using a metal yeah, detector. Yeah, I want to. That was that was a fun experience. I want to. I want to do that because I need to find out where my property line is. So, because I want to put a fence up oh, on yeah. the one side, yep. um, just to block. The yeah, that's what you do. It's way, it's way cheaper to find those stakes than it is to get somebody out. Like, oh yeah, it's like thirteen hundred bucks to get somebody out. That's ridiculous, yeah. and they probably take like two days. Yeah, it, you have to schedule it in, and uh, they take the, go out. I'm sure they. I'm sure when they're there, it only takes them a couple hours, but it's like, you know, until they get it all done. Exactly. While, so, anyways. Um, yeah. All right. So, well, that's all we got for today, guys. Uh, it's uh, 5:30 our time. Oh, we've been podcasting for 32 minutes. Been podcasting for 32 minutes. Not bad. Hold it. So, well, uh, Nicholas, what are the points? The point is number one. Point number one: Don't fly American Airlines if you have children. Point number two: Get a wagon. Um, stroller or a carry-on that can your kid can ride on as point number two point number three buy a new bow and don't miss Mm. point number four oh man i don't have a point number four what's point number four cut your trees down before they fall on your neighbor's property because it could come back to get you and what's the word of the week? Word of the week, yeah.